So Zers, you know, you go into Target and poop hits the fan. Not Target. No. Three, two, one. Hello, ladies and gents. This is Jimmy Freeze, and you're listening to the newest and hottest podcast on the market. This show is to connect your ears to the mouths of some of the most inspiring and influential people I know. But enough about me. Let's talk you. the WHIP studio for Let's Talk You. I'm your host, Jimmy Freeze, sitting alongside fellow Temple Owl and childhood friend, Robert Zerzlo. Zerz, my man, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great today, Jimmy. Thanks for having me on the show. Zerz, when I was coming up with a a, a list of people to have on the show, man, I, I Thought of you right, you know, you might have been number, uh, I don't know, six or seven or something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're right up there, buddy. And um, you do a lot of business stuff. You've been doing a lot of business stuff since since high school. Now, it, it, uh, it's very common for people our age, my age, you know, 20 to 22, to say, yeah, I'm going to go go to college and study business. I'm going to go, I'm going to I'm going to major in business. I'm going to, I'm going to own daddy's, uh, daddy's business. Zers, you took this step way before a lot of people did correct in in the in the fact of you want to make money now yeah absolutely so uh i don't know it had to be young age maybe fifth sixth grade uh i really wanted an xbox and i asked my mom you know for christmas i said mom can i have an xbox she said of course you can uh, as long as you can afford it (laughs) no Not quite the answer I was hoping for. For Christmas. (laughs) Santa doesn't charge. No, Santa doesn't charge. But, uh, you know, that really put me on the right track. And, you know, I went out. I shoveled a couple driveways, bought an Xbox. What was the first game you got? First game? Oh, that had to be Madden. Madden. What year? Oof. Going back. Madden 08, maybe? Madden 08. No, that would have been fourth grade. must have been Madden 2010. 2010, if I'm not mistaken... Was Larry Fitz and um, Palomahu from yes. that Super Bowl? That was a good cover. That was a good one. Now, Zer, so you, so you get the Xbox. Yeah, you got this. You got this business mindset. Now, quick, I, I told you before the show I want to do something real quick uh, before we get fully into your high school development because I know there's a key uh, person in your high school development that has helped you along the way. Um, I would just like to give a quick shout out to one, all the listeners. Thank you very much for sticking with us for our first couple episodes. We're really trying to pick this thing up and see what we can do with it. Second, I'd like to thank every single woman out there who has provided any kind of guidance or just, just love. Uh, you know, men can do the same thing, but there are there's something different about your mom or your girlfriend telling you that you did a good job or telling you to keep trucking. And a uh, quick shout out to all of them that stay with us for all the crazy, crazy things that we do. Um, but th- shout out to our anchors. Absolutely, Jim. And um, we'll talk about your anchor a little bit. I couldn't agree anymore. So here we go back to the uh, back to the little Zers time. Middle school, you get your Xbox. You got this mindset. Got the mindset. Got the Xbox, but bought the Xbox. Another snowstorm came. 
didn't take it out of the box that weekend and never really opened it later. No way. Never, never once plugged it in, never used my Xbox, sold it like three or four years later. So you would say, not dramatically, but that moment kind of made you really learn the value of money. Absolutely. And the value of money and the value of work, of going out and being able to put your name on something proudly and say, I did that and I completed it, I'm done. Okay, so I'm, I'm sixth grade gym, I'm fifth grade gym, and I want that Xbox. And I was spoiled, so mom would give it to me. But, but maybe, <laughs> maybe she did. And I want to go shovel out some, uh, some, you know, driveways. Right now, with the media and all that stuff, well, social media, what's the best way to advertise yourself? Is it still the door-to-door? Door-to-door. Really? 100%, I will always stand by door-to-door. And not only door-to-door, but just walking down the street. You know, I, I honestly, when I'm a homeowner, if I, uh, if I look out my window and I see a kid walking down the street with a shovel, obviously shoving out driveways, I open my door and I ask him to shovel up my driveway. There is, there is nothing more respectable than some kid who gets wrapped up in a jacket and goes out and tries to help out his neighbors. How many years have you done that for? I did that from the winter of fifth grade straight through the winter of senior year of high school. What was the worst winter storm, uh, snowstorm that you had to shovel? Junior year. Of high school. Junior year of high school. 2000. And 16? Okay. 2016. You know, it might have been 2017 after January, but let's say it's 2016. Right. And we got 18 inches of snow, and it froze over. It was heavy snow. And I, myself, and a crew of people were out from 5 in the morning until 2 in the morning the next day. Oh my it was the longest, most <laughs> oh back-breaking day God. of my life. What is the one thing that you remember from that day? About, like, your body, like, when you came home, what was the first thing you thought? When I came home? Yeah. Take off my boots, don't let snow get in the house, and go to bed. (laughs) There were no no thoughts at the end of that day. even if it was 2 a.m., you you don't want snow in there. No, you can't mess up the house, right? Oh, no, that's a good point. That's a good point, but uh, there you go. That's a little personal thing about you. So, going with your high school uh, days... We graduated the same year. Shout Did. out to Shawnee Renegades, 2017. 2017. Yeah, yeah. Toss those caps. <laughs> um, let's talk about first in high school. Let's talk about that business that you had, Zers. Sure. So, uh, you know, after shoveling driveways, uh, a couple people wanted me to cut their lawn, but my dad wouldn't let me cut another lawn until I'd cut hours for the summer. <laughs> So summer summer of fifth grade was a wash. You're not getting paid for it unless no, you're doing no. ours. Yep. I love it. Go so ahead. summer of fifth grade was a wash. Summer after sixth grade was really when it started to kick off. Uh, I'd walk up and down the street, like I said, best advertising. You know, I'd walk to my neighbor to cut their lawn. Another neighbor would hang out the door and say, hey, why don't you throw me on the schedule? Really grew organically like that for the first two or three years, straight through eighth grade. Uh, then people started referring me to their to their friends, to their family. Uh, sophomore year of high school, I got a truck, and that's when I decided I had to make it legitimate. So And legitimate as in? As in I filed with the state, um, started paying taxes, started acting like a real grown-up, if you will, uh, and actually started hiring my first uh, 
day contractors. So you had business owning experience before going to college. Absolutely. Yep. Now that was you were in full ownership and you think like you would call it a full brand from what time to what time in high school? Full brand. Like what was the title of it again? Robert Z Properties LLC. Now, how tough was it trying to get that name? It was it was tougher than I thought. Uh, I think originally it was like RZP, um, Robert Zerzolo Properties, which was surprisingly taken. <laughs> uh, Where do you go to find that? The- uh, there's a, So when you're filing, you have to file with a name. And so you type in a name and it does a quick search and it tells you whether or not it's been taken. Kinda so like, it's really just trial. Kind of like Twitter. Yeah. For the people sure. like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you said you go on file. You what website is that? Who do you? Oh, uh, you NJ.gov. Maybe? Yeah, uh, yeah. But just... like, what's the overall organization that deals with if I want to get my business, if I want to copyright the business name or whatever? Yeah, that would that would be the government. So okay. um, you go onto your state's uh, website and you would file as a whatever kind of company. I chose LLC, limited liability. I wanted to protect myself a little bit as I really didn't know what I was doing. Now what is Limited liability, go into that a little bit. Yeah, so a limited liability is separating yourself from the assets of the company. And so if, say, I was mowing a lawn, a rock kicked up and shattered a window, uh, the person could sue me, but they, sorry, they, they could sue the company, but as soon as the company's assets ran out for paying back for that window, they couldn't actually go on to sue me. So if I were to keep the business going and I were to get a house and a car and eventually make a really big mistake, the, another person could not come after my house and car. They could only come after the assets that were owned by Robert C. Properties. It makes it its own entity. Own entity. Other options to that would have been? Like a, a partnership if I had had somebody else, uh, a sole proprietorship, which comes with tax benefits. Um, I could keep listing off. Okay. Um, now, you mowed lawns for this. I remember you had shirts made. Did have shirts made. Um, how much and how, you know, what's the process? Yeah, of course, it's pretty easy making shirts and stuff like that. But do you have to go through any kind of color? Make it, Like the logo has to, of course, the logo has to be your own. But Yeah, so uh, I don't know about um, restrictions. What, what we did, um, I was in an AutoCAD class in mm-hmm. high school, you know, a little graphic designing. Uh, shout out to Mr. Davidson, I believe. Oh, uh, Mr. Davidson. Yes, Mr. Davidson. Mr. Davidson, Mr. Pistone, they're all they're all rocking. Shawnee High School. Uh, awesome. So, for that class, he asked us to interlock our initials, and just put that onto a piece of graph paper. I interlocked my initials and was like, "Huh, looks pretty cool." That where is that business now? That business was sold uh, and disbanded. Okay. So, after my freshman year of college. You know, I really realized that I was trying to get an internship during the summer. So rather than continue to try to juggle the responsibilities of running that, uh, running that business, I sold it off to another landscaping business. Sold off the uh, the client list, uh, a lot of the equipment, not to my parents' happiness, but it's still sitting in my driveway. Uh, we're trying to get rid of that now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it shouldn't be too hard to sell. No, no, not not too bad. I haven't really tried so hard because uh, my parents still use the big lawnmower and the trailer sometimes. Do you have any hats left? Hats? No, we don't have any hats Shoot. left. I will still see a picture of the t-shirt 
from one of the guys that used to work with me. Oh yeah, every once in a Go while. Back to high school, Shawnee taught you a lot of stuff. So you could you were in the DECA, right? The DECA program. Yep. Tell me a little bit about that. So DECA is a business club for high school students. It's a national organization. Uh, different high schools have different chapters. What are what's the letters? What do they mean? Oh. Oh, uh, so right now they don't mean anything. At one point, it was like distributive education, corporate America. I, I don't know. Okay. It, was, All right. well, it was something crazy, but so, eventually they realized it was pointless. It was just a business club. So if you're if you're trying to be an entrepreneur or a business guy and you're in high school, this is the club to join. DECA or FBLA. Uh, at our high school, DECA was bigger. Uh, I know nationally FBLA is more well-known. Okay. Now, what did you do exactly in these clubs? Uh, yeah, so we, we were presented with situations in whatever category we decided to be in. I love food, so I picked restaurant and food uh, service management. No way. Yeah. Yeah, I so, always wanted to own my own business, uh, own my own restaurant. Really? Yeah. End game. Big, long, long shot end game. Hopefully own a little restaurant in whatever town I'm living in. Wow. What, uh, what kind of food would you sell? You know, it would probably be like an American-Greek crossover. American-Greek crossover. You know, so, like, real fresh, but okay. real simple. Uh, ideal location? Ideal location, Main Street, Medford. <laughs> <laughs> Main Street, Medford, right next to the tattoo parlor. Yeah, of course. And of the, course. Uh, and the pop shop. The pop We're not shop. running them out of town. <laughs> but back in the hometown, that love, would be, yep, Medford, that'd be amazing. Medford, New Jersey. South Jersey represent here at Temple University. Again, Let's Talk You at the WHIP studio. Robert Zerzolo joining me in. Um, Zerz, appreciate you again coming on here, my man. A little bit more. Now, um, in this DECA program, I remember you telling me that you were given uh, somewhat fake money to invest with. So you're thinking of uh, econ, okay. uh, You know, just one of our classes. Uh, and my teacher, Mr. Ryan Franks, also soccer coach, uh, he set up a, a game on a, Investopedia, which is an organization you know, online. And during that, you get a simulated $100,000 to invest, and it is to try to teach you how the markets work and uh, really get you to start wow. tracking the public markets. And you took this junior or senior? That was senior year of high school. Okay. How much did, did you love it? I did. Learned, I did. Learned that a ton. game did not turn out so great for me. Uh, Said again. Oh, did No, <laughs> no. <laughs> so um, we were talking, and now you do somewhat the same thing at Temple. Let's 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 transition to Temple. Sure. You uh, high school graduated, tossed the cap. You heard me say whatever stupid thing I said at the graduation. <laughs> tossed the cap. Great being home, but now it's time to get to the city. Time to do real things. First thing you do besides sign up for classes and say hi to me on campus? Oh, man. First thing I did? Just business-wise, you know, yeah, to take the yeah. first step. Um, I think the first thing I must have done was join one of the professional organizations on Temple's campus, uh, specifically TUIA, which was Temple University Investment Association, as well as the Business Honor Student Association. Which was the first one, which was called? Uh, Temple University Investment Association. Sounds like Mr. Franks' class on steroids. Yeah, no, uh, essentially. So it's really for the masses. So maybe 150 students are in it. Uh, and every week we meet, 
market leaders come in, uh, people who are recruiting for internships, uh, you know, for the freshmen, sophomore, juniors in the club. Uh, and then even upperclassmen will come in and run uh, different modules on networking, on financial modeling, really anything you need to start to transition into the professional world, start to see, you know, what specific industry within finance that you want to do rather than, as you said earlier, I'm just going to major in finance. Right, right. Now, have you developed since being here? Have you developed that focus? I'd say so, yes. Which is? Uh, so right now, investment banking. Investment banking. So ideally, that would include waking up every morning and doing what? Uh, going into work and... First, oh, kissing Kara. Of course, of course. Got to remember the anchor. Uh, Go ahead. You know, hopefully grabbing breakfast or something. Yes, but sir, of course. Being in the office by, you know, maybe, maybe 8 a.m., 7 a.m., uh, and then working on Excel, working on PowerPoint. Uh, so a lot of it is presenting uh, different capital raises. I won't go too much into detail. It's okay. But uh, essentially working with corporate clients and getting them the money that they need to make whatever investments that they're trying to do. Um, so corporate clients, so I'm going to layman's terms it. Yeah. So uh, corporate cli- Nike. Nike, sure. Give so me an if, example. Okay. If Nike wants to build a new factory and they need to take out debt, uh, if, they, if they need to take a loan to build that factory, right. they might go to an investment bank to issue uh, bonds. And where are you in that role? I would be the investment bank. So I'd be. You I, are the speaker to Nike or you're just working for that bank? Working for the bank. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So Th- that role hasn't really, you haven't really looked for. There are, are there a lot of different parts of roles in the bank. Yeah. And of so course, there, are, there are people who are out there making sure, um, you know, making sure there's business created. So talking to the different. I imagine. The, I, I've, I've always questioned that banking, Zers. Like every time I walk into Beneficial on Stokes Road, our Medford folks will know what I'm talking about. It's just like, how do you make your money? Like, how does banking make their money? Yeah. So, uh, so those banks, those are more commercial banks, you know, for the for the everyday man, uh, and they're taking your uh, your assets, the money that you're depositing into the bank. They're loaning it out to other smaller companies who need loans or people who need loans to uh, to start a business. And then they charge interest on those loans. Huh. Yeah, it's a Good it's, point. it's a whole it's a real intricate system. You know, I don't I don't pretend to know it all myself. I'm still no. learning, but no. uh, it's really it's really fascinating, which is why I want to go into it. Awesome. I think it's a really interesting field. So many questions still for you, buddy. Um, I remember this was on my mind. I remember whether it be last year, last year it was. You told me to get on a four one four hundred one k plan. Right away. Yes. Are you still in agreement in that? Yeah, of course. Uh, it's never too early to start thinking about retirement. Uh, and the, the tax benefits of saving through a 401k or a Roth IRA are really incredible. Um, tell, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Um, tell me pros of that and tell me how I can get started on that. Yeah. Uh, so for a 401k, you're going to do it through uh, whatever company that you're working for. Um, so if you, you know, get a job and they offer 401k planning or matching, you take that right away. You take it right away. Uh, you want to make the highest contribution of your paycheck as you can to that retirement plan. And essentially what will happen is it'll be invested in the company's, uh, 401k plan and 
begin to uh, acquire dividends, begin to acquire returns. True, because they grow, you grow together. Yeah, correct? sure. Yep. Um, and in layman's terms. In layman's terms. <laughs> uh, and then the, the interesting part about it is that at the end of the year, you don't pay taxes on the money that has that has grown. And so that money is then able to gain interest on itself. And that compounding effect of not taking out taxes from your 401k uh, really just helps your money grow much quicker than it ever could in one of your traditional uh, mutual funds that you would put it in by yourself. So it, it's the tax exemption that is so important, so key in the 401k. You told me before this that you were nervous. And we listened to a person before, and you were like, I don't know if I'm going to be as good as them. Are you kidding me right now? You are Awesome, Zers. Get the heck out of here. If the numbers weren't a thing, bro, you could pick up that microphone and talk with me all day, buddy. Jimmy, you're too kind. You're too <laughs> kind. And I, I, you know, it's so much fun on here. It's, uh, it is hard to be nervous once you get started. It's just it, it, having a conversation from old hometown friends. It's all it is, my man. So, you, you take TUIA, and you learn how to invest even more into a little bit more what else did you learn in yeah that? so so it's not as much about learning how to invest as it is uh actual industry knowledge so figuring out what the different types of jobs are okay. in finance so whether it's asset management buy side uh or sell side which would be like your investment banker who's underwriting these uh these debt issuances these equity issuances now these are all clubs these are all organizations that are outside of class. Out, outside of class, yes. So right. your your main goal is what? Seventeen, eighteen credits a semester. Yes, yeah. If uh, as long as all the classes don't conflict, I will try to take seventeen, eighteen credits each semester. You've completed that. Is that is that a thing that you do for a semester or? Yeah. So could... uh, for TYA, you know, I'll be in it all four years. Oh yeah, uh, you can. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. Um, all the professional organizations you can be in. Uh, pretty much your whole time at Temple. Cool. It's really about how involved you remain with it. Ah, uh, yes. So, you know, there's weekly meetings. There are uh, different modules, like almost homework assignments, just to make sure that the students are actually paying attention and learning. Well, like like whoever said, 90% uh, um, of it is showing up. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It, it is really all about how much work you put into these organizations that's going to determine what you get out and showing your face giving a handshake saying yes to something that you really probably could don't need you don't want to do it all you, you say yes and it could take you to the next level yeah absolutely you know you show up to the organ uh, the meetings that might not interest you as much but just to show that you're committed and you're you're absolutely right it could take you to the next level uh one thing the, the next step from TYA is Fox Fund, which is a simulated portfolio. So not real money, but this is this is the more of the investing uh, that you were talking about. You know, th this is the education on investing, and you have to interview to get into it. Uh, you have to apply. You it's it's treated as if it is a uh, a job. You know, they don't pay you. You they have don't, to apply to get into You have it. to apply to get into this. So resume, cover letter, everything. Everything, whole nine yards. There were 160 applicants this uh, this past semester, and 50 got in. Wow. Yeah, so it is. Congratulations, my thank friend. Thank you. Thank you. It was really exciting. But as I was just saying, you know, a lot of that comes from showing up to TUIA, which is the first step, and just 
showing the guys who are making the decision, hey, I'm interested, you know, I'm committed to working, uh, you know, I'll, I'll do I'll do what I can. I mean, damn, Zers, you've been you've been the same guy since we were kids. You know, the same outgoing guy. You know, you had the longer hair back then. I, <laughs> I do like the shorter hair. I have to be honest with you. I'm not sure how your anchor feels about it. I think she agrees. <laughs> um, but you've always you've always had that vibe about you, Zers, and you know me, man. I I don't kiss butt. I just tell the truth. And you are uh, you're quite an inspiration to have this this much knowledge and this mindset in the business world because yeah, like we said, it's very easy yeah studying business and you could be sitting sophomore midway through sophomore year and still say yeah I'm business you know focusing on uh, still taking uh, econ 101 and uh, macro um, but dude you're knocking it out tell me what other stuff's going on at Temple that you're doing man. Oh man! Uh, well, first, tell me about that that pitch that you had. Oh yeah, sure. So, um, so the end game for the Fox Fund is to essentially present and pitch a stock that you would put into a portfolio if you were actually managing money. So bleeping cool! It really fascinating. I mean, we're using industry tools. We're using Bloomberg and FactSet. I'm not sure what they are. Nope. Uh, are they just like design databases? Thing? Databases. databases. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So you okay? Keep going. Sorry. Um, and essentially, the the main goal of it is to form this hypothesis about how a company is going to perform. Um, and you know, the guys who run the Fox Fund really provide you with those tools. They show you how to lay out a, a report. They show you like the the style of writing that you should be doing, where you should be looking to to look for these catalysts or these growth drivers. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's it's you and it's your team. You know, I'm I'm on a team of four people, uh, myself, John Orand, Nandini, and Adam. Uh, really great people, great associates. Adam's last name. Adam Grossell. Okay. Um, Do you guys have different roles in this? Yeah, so John and I are both uh, co-leads, and then Nandini and Adam are both associates. So what do co-leads, or what does the lead and the associates do? Uh, it's really just about the who is driving and assigning uh, this report. So John and I are responsible for some of the more synthesis behind it. You know, we uh, we have... We hope to, yeah, we're, we're going to hope to, your next one is 12th, uh, December 5th. December right? 5th, yep. So, and that is today. <laughs> so, we are on social media. We will be uh, airing your, as much as we can get of your presentation. Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be Target or whatever you're going to be presenting, uh, but we're definitely tr- going to try to get you in the element. Um if that's possible, if there's yeah. not if there's not enough ex- executives around or anything like that, if we have to set up a <laughs> secret camera or something like that, um, but definitely want to see your strategies. Um, but so you walk into that room with that pitch. First thing, maybe that first first thing that comes to your head, sure, but everybody gets nervous. Sure. No matter what it is, no matter if you're about to step into a podcast, you're about to step onto the football field. You're about to step right in front of executives. What do you do with that nervousness? How do you how do you deal with it? You have to forget it. You know, um, I think nerves make you perform uh, more poorly. Uh, so, then they're not helpful. They're not doing anything. You know, if you're if you're too nervous, you're not gonna all of a sudden remember something. You're more more than likely gonna forget something. So you have to learn how to 
recognize those nerves, but then forget about them and just go for it. You know, at, at that point, uh, when it was time to pitch Target, as you said, uh, we had, you know, been reading about the company for probably 40 plus hours combined. Uh, we had lived, breathed, and eaten Target for the past two weeks. There was nothing that was going to happen during that pitch that was really going to throw us for a loop. And so there was no need to be nervous. We had done our preparation. And there uh, it was it just time to do and it. And there it is. The key is preparation. I, Merrill Reese said in his book, when I thought I wanted to be a sports broadcaster, the key is preparation. And, and again, you, you would agree fully. When, when did you first learn that? Do you remember? First learning that preparation was key, you know, like not as not as early as I would have hoped. I uh, I went for a while just kind of winging it, you know, because <laughs> yeah. um, you, you can. Yeah, I mean, it, you're it, a smooth guy. It worked out for a you while. You got a good smile and that good hair when it's longer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think it had to be at some point during landscaping when, uh, you know, one of my clients asked me to do more of a design-oriented task rather than just cutting a lawn. And at that point, I realized I had to I had to research the stuff. I had to learn a little bit more. I couldn't just go out there and wing it because the, the product wouldn't be up to the client standards. And so, I, I, yep, I think that would have to be the final answer. Uh, probably right around junior year of high school. Preparation is key. Preparation is key. And... You haven't hindered away from that at all. You know, I've wavered. I've uh, <laughs> I, I've won a few more projects. I don't know. Do you remember Mr. Shawnee? Mr. A lot of that was I do. right I do. out on the line. <laughs> have you um, have you won any awards by chance? Oof. Yeah, yeah. I um, in junior year of high school, I won, uh, or I, I was recognized for my DECA test at the national competition which was really exciting. Got to go on stage uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, in front of supposed to be thousands of people. A lot of people didn't show. Nashville. You know, Nashville. Whoa. School paid for that? No. No, oh, that was okay. that was paid for out by of your, us. Out of your pocket. But I got to say the Nationals for DECA, I was, able, I was lucky enough to attend for three years. So much fun. Really, really highlights of high school. So, Serge, you, you step into a sales pitch, or what do you call it? What's the exact pitch? Yeah, yeah, pitch. pitch. Um, stock pitch. Yeah, you go into a stock pitch, and you just weren't on. It wasn't You didn't prepare enough, or maybe your group members, you guys weren't on the same page. What's your release? You go home. What's the first thing you do? Got to call Kara. Got Bring it back to the anchor. Absolutely. It's the, uh, you know, she's constant. Um, which has really been really been incredible for me. Uh, always there, and so yeah, I call Kara. Your girlfriend, call, of course. Sorry, yes, my girlfriend. It's all good. Um, and just talk to her about it. And does she? It's it's tough too, you know. Um, long distance. It's a very interesting thing. You know, it's it's not too long of distance. She's about twenty minutes down the right down the road. Right, but. You're right. It is tough not not having immediate access to go hang out whenever we want to. We really do only see each other on the weekends. But that, I think, you know, not to pat ourselves on, on the back, but I think that's something that we both um, work with, do well, and 
um, just run with is the, is the fact that our girls are are not next to us. That being <laughs> they're, they're not they're not sitting right next to us. Uh, in our hearts, they are. Shout out to Kayla and Kara. Um, but I just I just thank God every day for the fact of because you and I are similar because we got to we got to in high school we had this mindset I want to do this I wanted to play by play you want to do the, the, the any kind of business thing that you could any kind of business any kind of making money let's go and you were full force full driven and there's a lot of kids in college no offense to them that just come here smoke a lot of pot and drink a lot of beer and just chill out and it's the same old stuff the fraternities this, and you hear the same stories when are girls going to learn stop drinking the junk Jungle juice. It's got Xanax in it. For God's sakes, take, forget about it. But we found two girls that understand that, uh, that that that's not what college is about. But they also deal with us, Zers, because we, you know, we are all the time fast moving. Whatever it is, go go go. Next, in, in my mentality, is next. When if if something goes wrong, if you if if I piss you off after this recording, if I say uh, by accident, oh you stink, sir, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but 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 say it's it's not the greatest uh, production for the men's temple ball, temple basketball game. Um, I I I I can't. At first, I used to live as like a perfectionist and be like, oh man, you know, got it, got it, got it. That's, that could be better. That could be better. That could be better. And you just gotta realize, there's always gonna be another one. As long as you wake up the next day, you're good. Every time somebody asks you how are you, your answer should be good. Now I'm so, I'm not telling you that there aren't problems in life, but you're alive. Yeah. You're yeah. here. Every day is a blessing. And as we heard a couple episodes ago um, from Tracy Miller, my aunt. Life gets really bleeping tough, Zers. Um, do you have any any advice for when life gets really tough, whether it be with a loss or, or just stress, and how you how how you use positivity to um, clear your mind? Yeah. So I think uh, I think you really said it perfectly right there at the end. The positivity. Um, actually, uh, one of the one of my classmates mentioned this earlier in the year when I started to lose sight of it. Uh, I think one of the most important things to keep your stress levels down is to walk around with a smile on your face, saying hi to everybody that you see. Uh, really, you know, if you're nice to everybody else, you know, maybe they'll smile, and then that smile is infectious, and all of a sudden your smile is really authentic. And uh, my classmate mentioned, they said, "Hey, you know, you've been kind of mopey." And they were right. I was a little bit mopey. You know, I, I wasn't my usual self, but you know, I've gotten back to that. Say hi to everybody you see on the streets. Put a big smile on your face. And as you were saying, remember that really it is, it is a good day as long as you wake up. And, and, and you never know, too. Timing is everything, as I like to say, too. But have you, have you come across any times where you can agree with timing is everything? I, I don't know about, you know, very specific moments where timing was everything but there have certainly been been uh examples of when you know i reached out to somebody and it just happened that they needed help or right. um you know i started working for a client back in high school 
and their brother had just moved into town and he also needed uh, he also needed landscaping work. You know, it's it's not big things, but it's it's small things like that where uh, things just kind of start to work out. And as long as you keep throwing out your positivity, you keep putting yourself out there, yep. things will hopefully maybe not fall into your lap, but come a little bit easier. It's I always just remember my my dad told me a story of my grandfather. Every, he was a doctor. Every night he would call of his patients or some of them. He would have a segmentized group that he would call and just check out, check how they are. Sure. And you think about that today. You get that from your doctor maybe every week a call just saying, hey, how you doing? How is everything? Of course, times have changed. But just showing that personal aspect, the, the fact that we're all here just, just, to, just to, yes, make money, but to raise the kids, to make the wife happy, to live in the house, to, to wake up just happy. Yeah. Right? Zers, you're going to do something very phenomenal in the future, my man. You are, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be paying my taxes to you. I don't know if I'm going to be. Uh, Temple was not my first choice. What was? Uh, University of Virginia. Beautiful campus. Bleep them. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, you know, nothing against them. But, but bleep them. <laughs> <laughs> we got the better one. We got the thing. We got you, buddy. We got you. But, uh, uh, but since. Temple wasn't my first choice. You know, I really thought it was important to get involved with helping other students see what a good choice it is because I couldn't be happier that I'm here. And so giving tours to those prospective students, to the students who, you know, may still be on the fence and sharing my story with them has always been a goal of mine, which is how I got involved at the enrollment office. And then besides that, I'm still working uh, at one of my internships from over the summer so that's been a really cool experience to get some more industry-specific experience. Where's that at? Uh, Merrill Lynch over in Mount Laurel. So a wealth management office with Kevin Barnett. Okay. Awesome. What's the biggest thing you've learned since being there, interning? Being there? Because uh, that's, that's a big company. Yeah, it is a big company. Uh, it's more of a small team, though. So, oh, yeah? So it's all the teams, uh, all the wealth management teams operate as individual units. Okay. So, you know, I have two bosses. Or two direct bosses. Well, which, which is pretty nice because, yeah. you know, you go to a big university, you're, you're student number 3,500, sure. but now your internship, you're Robert Zerzolo. Yes. You know? Yeah, go and it's been, it's been a really cool experience. And you're still doing that? Still doing it, yep. How, uh, once a week. Once a week. Uh, where's that? At Center City? No, Mount, Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Oh, the, yep. uh, I, thought you, I thought it was based out of Mount Laurel, but the, so you go back every... Yep, every week. Every... Thursday. Thursday. Do you mend that in with a visit to the anchor? I do not. So no. she's, you know, she's over in Widener, uh, right. so a little bit further away. Right. And plus, I just figured by Thursday, by uh-huh. Thursday, you know, we're seeing each other on Friday. Is it is that a weekly thing? It is a weekly thing, yeah. Very cute, very cute. Um, can you re- remember the first date? First date, of course. What was it? Seventh grade. Uh, <laughs> you guys have been together for how long now? Five and a half years. I think I was a little bit embarrassing <laughs> for her to handle. You know, I was a, I was a real loud kid. Um, you know, one most school spirit in eighth grade, which... Did you? You know, gotta say, that's not really such a popular uh, designation <laughs> in eighth grade. That really just means you're a dork. So... <laughs> I was a little embarrassing for her to handle, uh, you know. Really? I, I, yeah, I, embarrassing. I embarrassing. You're I, a respectful guy. I thought I was a class clown. You know, one 
one year even on uh, I wish it was summer day, I wore flippers and a bathing suit to school. And I gotta say, you know, looking back at it now, there can't be anything more mortifying for an eighth grade girl than to be associated with some kid in flippers walking around in school. Uh, so I can't blame her. Thankfully, gave me another try. End of eighth grade, and we've been together since. She but said, no flippers. No flippers. But first date, as your question. Go ahead. Uh, picked her up on my little BMX bike. Uh, BMX. So, yep. How much that cost you? Well, that, you know, that was actually a Christmas gift. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah, go. You didn't have to charge. work for that. Free of charge. <laughs> so they get, you, they get you a bike, but you have to get your own Xbox. <laughs> Only good stuff so, with Mr. Zerzolo here at WHFE. Go ahead, buddy. So I, uh, I, I biked to her house, you know. Right, um, right. Eighth, uh, seventh grade me wanted to be cool, didn't wear a helmet. Oh. And I was, yeah, I was real real into my image. Uh, biked, biked to her house, picked her up. Could have caused brain damage. <laughs> It was raining a little bit, so not the best planning, but I didn't have a car. Uh, So, you know, we ended up biking over to our local Rita's. Okay, local Rita's, a water ice place, right? Tried to take her through the woods, you know, do a little scenic route. Got us lost. Oh, nice. Of course, uh, no map to that, no no GPS. No, no, but uh, eventually made it to Rita's. Um, Couldn't tell you what I got, but... didn't matter. You know, we sat on a bench, we enjoyed some Rita's. Talked as much as two seventh graders will, and then uh, and then parents and then, picked you up. Yeah, no, biked her home. Oh, the bike and the biked her home. Uh, and you know, I love by the it. time we made it back to school the next day, I don't know how whole school knew. You know, we we, we got questions about it in Spanish class, oh, which my I'm gosh. sure was in uh, you know was, was a little bit embarrassing for her. You know, I guess that's yeah. when it started. Yeah. But uh, my thing is really is there's is. Whatever issues come about, whether they taste like jalapeno or whether they taste like cotton candy, you treat it the same, you know, and whether it be a relationship or or you trying to get a job or you trying to build your own personal resume, it's not about anybody else. It's not about the, the really the situation at hand. It's about you. It's about how you deal with the situation. You get thrown into that problem. You got to make that pitch that you weren't planning on yesterday, but you got to do it tomorrow. You do that thing. You do it with a smile. You show up five minutes earlier. And that's coming from a person who's not great with time management. No, hey, me neither. But, but damn it, five minutes early and a handshake and eye contact will take we're – not, we're not anywhere down you – know, we're, not, we're not far, but – what I've learned from some people is, and what I've realized at Temple is that will take you anywhere. Would you agree? I would. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. I love it, Sirs. Sirs, thank you so much for coming on Let's Talk You. Thanks for having me, Jim. Terrific, terrific guest. Uh, any, any, anything else that you have to offer for the, you know, for, for maybe the kid... You know, the kid who, who really wants to grab the situation, you know, he wants to get working and he's he's like the class clown. He's trying to find his role because let's be honest, in high school, you, you never had your own role, which was cool. You were kind of like, what, what do they call the uh, the renaissance man? Sure, sure. Because, you know, you did some sports here and there. Yeah, you know, 
sat on the bench for some sports hey? would be a more accurate, uh, <laughs> more accurate description. But you were involved. That's the thing. Had to be. Yeah. And um, you you just learned, you connected with so many of those people. I bet you you could probably call up five people from high school right now. And it, like not even, students, teachers, and they'd, they'd be like, oh, Zers, you know, I, how you doing, right? Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, I tried to uh, I tried to make as many relationships as I could. You know, I loved high school. It was, uh, it was a ball and a half. You know, the people who were in it made it that much better. Right. So, yeah, I hope so. So, I really, uh, I think you're in agreement that it's just really grab life by the Quiones. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know, just go out there and do it. Just have fun. Do do everything you can. Uh, it's a cliche, but you know you can sleep later. Who cares if somebody asks you to do something? Go and do it. Right. You know, go have some fun. Uh, work hard. You know, if somebody, if if your boss asks you, you know, hey, can you help out with this? And you don't know how to do it? Say hell yeah. You're gonna have to show me how to do it, but uh, but absolutely, never never say no to an opportunity. And the next time that boss needs that job or is looking for. Uh, a paying job that that position has, you're in. That Absolutely. first thought. First thought. So a lot of Al Sports update people um, that might be listening to this, or just people in in, in the TV and, and radio field, uh, you need to get your foot in the door right away. But uh, that's just everything in general now that we've realized. Yep. So Zars, thank you so much, dude. One last fun little question for you: What is something that nobody knows about you? Not even your anchor. Oh, something that nobody knows about me. Hidden skill, hidden talent, um, two o'clock in the morning, and you, this is what you do. Uh, Any quirky Zers thing. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, it's a only came to mind because just the other day I was real worried about a deadline but when I have a deadline hanging over hanging over my head uh, I'll wake up and it's the same thing every time I'll wake up thinking I slept through the day it was due really? and I'll, I'll jump out of bed and I'll start getting ready start thinking of an apology and then you know it's 2, it's two in the morning <laughs> my, my roommate might roll over and be like Rob what are you doing? And I'll go to bed. That's go, how that's how passionate you are. Yeah, you know, it's uh it's the whole thing we talked about time. You know, it's not my strong suit. And I think my subconscious knows that. And so when there's a big deadline, every every night leading up to it, I'll wake up thinking I uh, slept through it. I didn't, because who sleeps through a whole day? But uh <laughs> but yeah, that's uh that's something that I don't think really anybody knows. That is so funny. All right, my buddy, Robert Zerzolo, thank you very much for joining the WHIP studio for an episode of Let's Talk You. You know, man, yeah, thank God that we met when we did, man, because you are going to be doing something big. And uh, God bless everything that you do in the future, my man, and, uh, and to your anchor, too. But for all of the listeners, have a terrific night. As Robert Zerzolo tells us, grab the situation by the Cayones. And God bless.